Welcome to the sports experience. Da -da -da. Welcome to the sports experience of today. The sports news is returning. We'll be talking about Carson Wentz being traded to the Indianapolis Colts. We'll talk about the league minimum being increased, the salary cap. And then we'll also talk about J.J. Watt getting released from the Texans after 10 years. Let's start off with the Carson Wentz news. It's the news that's been dominating media for the past week. I mean, the Eagles have been constantly releasing out information that has made me start to distrust all of the information that we receive from NFL organizations because the Eagles earlier in the week said, oh yeah, we're going to trade him like Super Bowl week. Super Bowl week, he's going to get traded. Nope. And they also said that they're only going to accept a Matt Stafford-like deal where you would, they would only take a first-rounder, like a bunch of first-rounders in return for Carson Wentz. Nope. I mean, literally, the Colts, if Carson Wentz turns out to be good, the Colts will have gotten away with highway robbery considering how little they had to give up for Carson Wentz if he turns out to be good and live up to that MVP caliber season that he had a couple years ago. I mean, this is according to ESPN. The Philadelphia Eagles have agreed to trade quarterback Carson Wentz to the Indianapolis Colts for a 2021 third round draft pick and a conditional 2022 second round pick that could turn into a first rounder. Then that first round, the second rounder that could turn into a first rounder, it turns into a first rounder if he plays 75% of the snaps for the Colts or plays 70% of the snaps and the Colts reach the playoffs. So, I mean, that could be a little dicey considering his injury history. I imagine he'll probably fulfill that. So the Eagles basically are getting a first rounder and a third rounder for next year. Carson Wentz turns out to be good. They're getting away with the robbery. I mean, like, because he played really well under Frank Reich of all people who he's going to the team that he's leading. So I think that, you know, if Carson Wentz turns out to be really good, it'll be a horrible move by the Eagles, although they had to get rid of him. Everybody in the league knew that the Eagles had to get rid of him so they could basically just, you know, dictate the trade. But, wow, I mean, a great move by the Colts, I think, because literally it's um it's a win-win situation. Uh, if, you, if he gets, if he's, like, really good and he plays well, uh, then it's a huge win. But if he plays poorly, it doesn't really matter because he didn't give up a whole lot. So it's a win-win for the Colts and Chris Ballard. I think it was a good move for the Colts to, you know, try to get a quarterback when Phillip Rivers retired. I mean, you know, the whole speculation with the Colts was, are they going to get Matthew Stafford? Are they going to get Jared Goff? Are they going to get... And then finally, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz going to the Colts after only a couple of years out of being a second-round pick, or not second-round pick, the second overall pick in the NFL draft. He goes from that to leading the team to a Super Bowl and an MVP-caliber season to now in disgrace going to the Colts. Now, I think the biggest problem with Carson Wentz is that he didn't play well this year. I mean, and there's a reason, too, because he tried to play hero ball, really, and his mechanics were off. He tried to force things downfield that he didn't have because the team around him was so injured and banged up that he couldn't really get it. Is he broken? I don't know. I think I think if he can play well, then the Colts will have a, a good quarterback for the future. The, the Eagles will also have to eat, I think, like $25 million in dead cap from him, which is big. I mean, yeah, I think, it, again, it all comes down to if Carson Wentz plays well with the Colts, then it'll be all worth it. If he doesn't, well, it doesn't really matter because the Colts didn't give up a whole lot. Uh, First-round picks, and people always, like, exaggerate, oh, they're going to need so many first-round picks. First-round picks don't always amount to something really good. Johnny Manziel was a first-round pick. You know, there are a lot of guys who, as first-rounders, did not work in the NFL. So, first-rounders doesn't mean 
guaranteed success. I think this is a great move by the Colts. I think, you know, it's a win-win situation. Another thing that isn't super huge in the grand scope of things in the NFL, but I did want to talk about is the fact that the NFL is increasing their minimum salary cap to $180 million in 2021. Now, this is the very minimum. This is what they called the floor. And the NFL made sure to point out in a memo that says, this is not the full salary cap for the 2021 league year, which will be set following the review of the final 2020 revenue figures and other audit and accounting adjustments. That's basically talking, hey, this is this is not the final. This is the, not the final thing. They have increased it from $175 million to $180 million. Now, we're all expecting the salary cap to take a little bit of a hit, considering that there weren't fans in the stands. They weren't buying concessions. They weren't buying a whole lot from the stadium. They weren't buying tickets. So ticket sales and concession sales go down, which means salary cap probably going to take a little bit of a hit. And that's why I think the NFL is increasing the floor, giving teams the ability to you know, have a little bit more money to spend, especially teams like the Saints, who are in kind of what we call cap hell, where they're basically in a situation where they've got so much, like, so little room, and they're going to have to have a lot of dead cap. I mean, Drew Brees did take did take a cap hit, but, like, I don't know. Like, it's it's going to be rough for the Saints because it's in this situation, this doesn't really impact them a lot. I mean, yeah, it helps, but... $5 million isn't going to help you when you're in some like 180 plus dead cap. And yeah, I think the Saints are going to be in a little bit of trouble. This isn't huge news, but I think it is good to talk about it considering all the salary cap implications they might have on the league. Hello, all the podcast listeners. This is a message exclusively for you. Did you know that you could find this podcast on YouTube as well as all the other platforms? I assume you're listening on either Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcast. I'd heavily encourage you to go check out the YouTube channel. All you got to do is search up the Sports Experience. I'm the first result. That pops up. I'm the guy with the avatar of Mahomes throwing his no-look pass. I heavily encourage you to check it out. It helps the podcast grow because I can do more stuff on YouTube. I think I do a better job uh, with YouTube, and I can do a lot more I can put images up so you can actually see what I'm talking about. So I heavily encourage you to go check out the YouTube side of things. The next thing I want to talk about, and the final thing, I think, is that J.J. Watt got cut after 10 years as a Houston Texan. He's done a lot for the city of Houston and everything. After 10 seasons, he is parting ways with the Texans. I mean, he's three-time defensive player of the year, and now he says that they're mutually parting ways. This is coming after Deshaun Watson wants a trade, and J.J. Watt has made it clear that he doesn't want to be a part of the rebuilding process that the Texans are going to have to undergo. But, yeah, he's, he's decided to mutually part ways. I never thought I'd see the day where, where J.J. Watt gets cut. Although, you know, Peyton Manning, he also got cut. But, yeah, it was just... It was crazy news, but it was mostly expected because they avoid paying him a decent amount of money in dead cap if they release him. If they had traded him, they would have to pay, like, I think $17 million. But now they release him virtually scotch-free. So I think it was the best move for the Texans. I also like this because they're giving J.J. Watt the opportunity to go out and find a new team, find a winning team that he can be a part of. Because, you know, in reality, Texans, it doesn't look good for them. I mean, um, what is his name? 
Easterby, Jack Easterby, he's looking more and more as it, more information is released. He's looking kind of like a snake, the way that he slithered into the Texans organization and basically just got a meeting with, got a meeting with uh, Carl McNair and basically kind of prayed his way into the organization. But yeah, I think that this was a good move for the Texans and for J.J. Watt because now J.J. Watt can go find a team that he can play on that is a winning team. Because currently the only thing eluding him right now is a Super Bowl ring. I think he's going to probably go to Chiefs, Bills, Bucks. Please, please not the Bucks. Please not the Bucks. I mean, like literally any other team. Just don't go to the Bucks. Yeah, I think I would like J.J. Watt to come to the Chiefs. I mean, I would be fine with it. I think J.J. Watt, you know, he's he's better than a lot of defensive ends in the NFL right now. And the Chiefs have they've they've invested heavily in the defensive end position and gotten almost no results. I mean, Taco Charlton incredibly got I think a little bit more pressure than Frank Clark did. So I I would love to. You know, shed Frank Clark, add J.J. Watt. I'd be fine with that. But, yeah, I think a lot of teams are going to be inquiring about J.J. Watt. Uh, and I, I'm glad that he gets an opportunity to go out and find a new team that he can, you know, compete for and try to get a Super Bowl ring with. All right, that's going to bring an end to this episode of the Sports News. We covered J.J. Watt getting cut, Carson Wentz getting traded to the Eagles, not to the Eagles, to the Colts. And then we also covered the NFL raising their minimum cap. Thank you so much for watching, and always remember, go Chiefs. Thank you so much for participating on the Disney ride that I like to call a podcast, The Sports Experience.